Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey cuties, I'm Miles Sexton, a content creator, activist, and loud and proud disruptor of the norm. On Our Private Bits, we talk about the things and people that don't get talked about enough or at all. Trust me, as a sober, HIV-positive, non-binary person, I would know. Join me as I chat with people in my life and from around the world whose stories deserve to be heard. Maybe you'll learn something new and you will definitely LOL. Our Private Bits is also part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hey cuties. (laughs) I've always wanted to say that. Slater Manzo here. I'm the editor of Our Private Bits podcast. Just a heads up for this episode, you'll notice that Miles' audio sounds a little glitchy. We both really wanted to keep these couple of episodes, so using some technology available, I did my best to repair their audio to make it easier to listen to. With that in mind, I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, cuties. Today on Our Private Bits, we have a very special guest, Simone Goslin, also known as Giselle Lullaby, winner of season three of Canada's Drag Race, who is also the first French Canadian to win. Oh, want to say hello, Simone? Hi, how are you? Ah, so good. I'm so happy that we could do this. So this is like our catch up, you know? know <laughs> it's been I a know. few it's years. Been, it's been a while. <laughs> But I'm really happy to see you. Uh, likewise, we have known each other since we were baby versions of ourselves <laughs> before the Botox. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Exactly. I mean, uh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just a slow grower. My lips like just appear. Yeah. <laughs> my, my lips appear at 34 <laughs> randomly. <laughs> Hey, I am uh, I'm part of the top lip fantasy as well. So. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Oh my gosh, babe. I am just so proud of you. I know I feel like I tell you this all of the time, but I really am. You know, getting to watch your journey and then getting to watch you on national television was just so amazing. I was so emotional and just excited for you because I think you have worked so hard in your lifetime and being especially into the amount of work that you put into your drag and just seeing you I think get a title like this and kind of get a stage to be able to like have the whole world to really see you and what you're doing it just it couldn't make me more proud of you so (laughs) I had to share that thank you thank you thank you it's a it's a really wonderful time for real after all those years like literally 15 this year yeah, it's been 15 totally. years. I'm doing wow. Yeah, I've done everything. Amazing. <laughs> you have. <laughs> oh, but I, you know, it's like this, I'm sure, is like opening a whole new chapter for you, right? Yep. Like, what I, I guess, like, what has life been like now that you won on this type of platform? Oh, that um, it opened so much door. I think that's the best part of Drag Race. It's that uh, fan base and uh, the fact that you're known mm-hmm. all around the world, not just in Canada, not just in Quebec. Because for yes. me, 
if I think seriously long term, my career is in Canada and in Quebec. So if I want to work in TV and mm-hmm. cinema, it's there. But the fact that I'm known all around the world, like literally a week after I won, I went on tour in Australia and people had uh, cardboard with my name on it saying, Giselle, ah! we love you. And I was like, I don't know anyone in Australia. Totally. Like literally no one. So, and the fact that TV, TV personality and celebrities came and be like, I'm so excited to meet you. And I'm like, I'm excited to know you know who I am. Like, <laughs> that is something cool. I did a full, um, we have a, a show in Quebec called uh, In the Universe Of, and it's like okay. a, a, big, a big celebration of a celebrity. And I was there as a guest being like, she met me once in the subway and was so shy to talk to me that she didn't talk to me and just walk away. And that's my introduction of like, I'm that famous. And I'm next to the most famous woman of Quebec next to me. And the other one, like big singer. And I was like, what? And I'm the famous one? Okay. Okay, cool. So that's funny. Hey. It's, so, yeah. but it's so cool. It must feel so good, you know? And, and, and yeah. like being able to open you up, I think, to so many new people, right? Like, it's, yeah. I think it's so hard to grow, you know, online, especially. So... Yeah, and I, I really appreciate the fact that I'm 35 and de- yeah. doing that at 35. You know, uh, I know I am. I've been through a lot of things in my life. I have Absolutely. a lot of, of, of say adventure, but yes. <laughs> I've been through a lot of adventure, uh, some more crazier than the other one. When I write my book, you'll see amazing part that you know already. <laughs> yes, it's true. But, yeah, but it just um i'm really happy to do it do it now i feel mm-hmm. like it's a, a, a natural promotion totally you, you know what i mean after 15 years of doing the same job and trying to grow my own business by my own and creating my own brand who is me um i think all the effort i put in this to just realize that now it's possible to just have um i, I can just call a producer uh, for a movie and be like i have a pitch and people are like, oh, she's that little guy. Yeah, we know who you are. We can have you in a meeting and be like, okay. And that's fucked up. You totally know, that people, that people send me email. I write uh, a character for you in this movie. Like I have two movie next year. I'm just doing some cameo and stuff like that. Just, ah, so good. I, w- I was thinking about you and I just, and we're going to propose it. But if you, if you, uh, if you will be willing to just say yes. I was like, Yes. I would love to do a movie. <laughs> I don't care what is the main character. I, I don't care. Let's do this shit. This is so cool. And the fact that they asked me as a main name to put on it. Yeah, like, I love it. Okay. But you, you deserve it. Yeah. Just crazy. It's, it's, it is. It is. But I think it's a true testament, right? Like, I think, I don't know about you, but I know for myself, like, when I was younger, I was like, Oh, like, you know, by 25, I'm gonna like be at that level, you know? And then like 25 came and I was like, oh, fuck, like, I'm not (laughs) even close, you know? And then you like, you kind of go through this process of like, do I give up or like, do I keep going? You know, do I keep fighting to try to get there? And I agree with you, you know, like, I also wasn't, it wasn't until I was like in my 30s that things really like, started to change you know and started to grow so i think it's a true testament of like how much you have to commit to what you're doing exactly it's, it's not gonna happen overnight you know not all of us are a tiktoker or a success you know it's like yeah. it, that, that's such a rare occurrence i think for a lot of like working class people right so 
But I think it's fun that, um, you know, when you realize after 30, that I'm not saying like age is so cool, being old is so cool. I'm just saying after 30, you know who you are. Totally. You're, not, you're not fighting who you are. This is a big part of life. Yes. Just agreed. knowing who you are. Like the confidence came from that. Just, okay, I know who I am. I, I'm not fighting this. I'm going to fight you. But you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm going to fight life and everything's going to go through. But I'm just saying like, I know who I am. Nothing yes. can break me. Totally. Like, I love when I see older, older, older people, like when you go 50, when you go 60, when you go 70, that they don't give a shit. No. So true. They're just like, so let's them. go with that motto and just know who you are and realize who you are. It's the best feeling ever. Agreed. Is there something that you wish that your 20 year old like self like knew then that you know now? Um, that it didn't have to be that much of a people pleaser. Mm, big one. I, I, I didn't have to be loved by everyone mm-hmm. all the time. Um, what I would tell myself. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, you cannot change someone. Point. <laughs> yeah, literally, period. People are who period. They are. You cannot change someone. If they don't want to change themselves. Yes. So true. You, you are, that's the best one. That's the best one. You are not the main character of anyone else movie. No. Legit, just yours. Yeah, just yours. Yeah. So can you just be a, a really amazing supporting character? Supporting yeah. character. Yeah. That's yeah. your part. I totally. So true. I, I, I feel that so much because I think, I think as queer people, you know, we we go through sort of this journey of you know, like we've, we've I'm sure we've all been bullied we've all been rejected I think by a group of people at one point in our lives and, you know so I, I think it's like it's this innate sort of survival tactic that we sort of like internalize True. it is trying to please everyone and trying to make everyone like us because we don't want to experience that shame and rejection in our adulthood and I totally relate to that. I feel like it's one of been it's been one of the hardest things that I've had to get over too in my in my life is like, you know, putting myself first versus like other people and trying not to do like everything for everyone else, you know, when I need to give it to myself. So it's really hard. Like uh, like I was saying, knowing who you are, it's me. Like you just said, when we're gay and we get bully all the time, we create a personality just to survive to protect ourselves. Totally. So. It's in the twenties that we do what we're supposed to do at sixteen. Yes, exactly. That so we have to discover who we are as an adult. As an adult, mm-hmm. like, but then work a full time job and survive, exactly. and pay rent, and, and like all these other things. And, yeah, relationship and meeting people and realize who you are. It's it's it's, it's intense. Totally, with it's like alcohol a, and sex, like the yes. worst part of it. hundred <laughs> percent. No, it's like you're put into like a like a, a fucking gay pressure cooker, and you're like, yeah. okay, you got ten years. Ding. Like, wow, wow. We're just gonna give you all your puberty and everything to you know who you are in a pressure cooker, like literally. Yeah. Literally. Straight people took 15 years to do. You are five. Go. Yeah, 100%. Figure it out. <laughs> so, 100%. I feel wow. Like. <laughs> Miles, this is so good. Exactly. Exactly. 
but you know, worth it in the end. But I think a lot, <laughs> a different, different obstacles to, to face. You know, so I hate I when people you. say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger because why would I have to not be killed? But totally, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, yeah, trauma makes you better, <laughs> like give you flavor. One hundred percent. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, so, how old were you though when you started doing drag for the first time? Um, I just quit fashion design at nineteen. Okay, yeah, it was two years. I was kicked out. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. So, simple life. Yeah, I was just yes. uh, at eighteen. My uh, dad bought a new home with his boy with his girlfriend, and okay. uh, there was no room for me. <laughs> no way. It was like, oh, it's 18. It makes sense. So I was like, yes. okay. <laughs> That's pretty cut. cut <laughs> and I was like, okay. So uh, yeah, I became an adult really, really fast. And I went to the fashion design. And um, when I, um, I stopped, because I cut my finger, long story short, whatever. I cut my yes. finger. I had to stop working at, at Aldo because I couldn't put my finger in the box anymore. Oh, and it's so stupid, whatever. And after that, I started working in a bar, and the bar after that needed dancer, and I was a dancer before that. Yes. So I started backup dancer for uh, some drag queen at Meadow, and I became backup dancer for Rita Baga, for a lot of drag queen. And for one birthday, they asked all the dancers to do single ladies. Yes. And we had to do it in drag, and I was the middle one, and the Meadow just said, Oh, we have a job now. Wow. After my first time, I was like, okay. And the pay was <laughs> six times what the dancer were doing. So even although it was. Exactly. <laughs> it was still better than anything else I ever had. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a drag queen now. Let's do this. That's amazing. How and I never feel? had. And because I think it was simple for me because I never had any. Um, toxic masculinity in me. I, I, okay. I never saw. I never saw a woman as uh, a defect or uh, an insult. Yes, or, totally, uh, totally. In my head, women were the queen, were the best thing on yeah, her. Yeah, absolutely. Fashion was the best thing on her. Like, everything was so beautiful on women. Men were just, I in mean, my head, like, beige. like <laughs> exactly something in the, in the game. It's part of the game, but whatever, we don't care. So yes. I was really passionate about women. So for me, it, it makes sense. And I knew about hair. My mom was a um, a really bad Avon seller. Oh my god! Avon product. <laughs> I and love it. When I say she was bad, I'm just saying she wasn't born to sell as an <laughs> housewife. You know, yeah. who just yeah. start working after eight years of being like with children. And I had to help her like discover what color go with what because when the lady came, I randomly memorized everything. Oh my God, wow. So I was just ready for, uh, like, when my mother had questions, I was like, I can help you. Uh, match yeah. this blush with this lipstick, with this eyeshadow. Totally. Like, okay, perfect. What's what's her color eyes? Super simple. Just match with that, that, with that. And she was like, okay, perfect. And I helped her like this. And when I arrived in the drag world, people were like, yeah, that's makeup. And I was like, I know. Like, I know how to do yeah, face. You already have it. Like I remember when I, I started it. drag, people were like, "You make up like a real girl," and I was like, "That's how I knew how to do drag." Yeah. 
I love it. So and there's it been an evolution. And it make it like more and more. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. When you see my I first first picture, I look like a like a fish, like literally. She has yeah. uh, smoky eyes. <laughs> Not even eyelashes, just mascara. <laughs> oh my god! And I that's my it. natural eyebrow. <laughs> totally. Ooh, so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, before YouTube and everything. Oh, hey. At least there's not that much documentation of it, hopefully. But Miles, you have almost 15 of career, no? Yeah. It's yeah. true. It was this, I, this first of my year 12. So I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm a couple of years younger than you. So. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, yeah. You were close to that because I remember totally. when the first video of makeup you were at the time. Yeah. So true. I was YouTubing and doing all that stuff. <laughs> the OG influencer of Canada. I, oh my god, <laughs> something like that. Oh gosh, you know. I remember there were there were like two, like Cynthia Dulud, and there were like you, like Cynthia yeah. in French, and you in English. Like, oh also you ought to do a little eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was so bad. <laughs> I like look back at my videos. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> classic OG OG yes. Miles like exactly <laughs> exactly get, get in here now ready to go yeah exactly oh that's so cute so was there though like I guess like, inside of you when you did drag for the first time was there like something that shifted or like oh. how did you feel like what was that moment like I guess the first moment I was in drag I was like that's easy but not that's easy that was Literally what I was working for. Yeah. Like, I remember trying heels just for fun to know if I could work in heels. Yeah, yeah. And, and when I was in high school, uh, we had a lot of um, uh, Kazaki, Kazataki, the, the guy in heels. Like, yes. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, the German, I love that band. The German, whatever, they were like, ah, one, two, three, whatever. Yeah. Like, amazing. And we had to do number in heels. And I remember I was really good. And there was not uh. a problem. I was like, let's do this shit. Like, in, uh, in, um, so, so everything wigs everything i i knew i could be a really pretty girl and i, knew yeah. I could be like uh, I, I love to perform so for me drag was like doing halloween every day of the year oh, i love it plus a show oh yeah. my god hey attention yeah attention and a costume <laughs> and makeup okay i'll do it <laughs> and I get paid to do it. Oh my God, let's do this. Yeah, no, uh, no. I'm so happy. But I'm glad yeah. you found like something that's like an extension, I think, of who you are, right? And I think everyone exactly. wants to, try to find that in their life, I think. So, yeah. And I even had a moment, I, I had a break of drag uh, did to you? discover that, that it was perfect for me. Yeah, I, I went and I moved to Toronto. Right. That's true. That's so true. You didn't yeah. really perform. Yeah, you, I had a boyfriend like once, didn't you? Yeah, once. And after that, the boyfriend I had at the time think I was getting too much attention and um <laughs> I was uh that was bad for our, our relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean maybe a talk to yeah. it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that later. But yeah, so <laughs> no, no, no. So I had a moment where I had a break of drag and just realized that I was craving for it. Like, yeah. literally, I came back to Montreal, and I was like, oh, best, best thing in the world, best thing in the world. So, and the best part, and I'm say best in the worst, like, when uh, that happened in Toronto, this was really one of my lowest time in my life. And uh, yeah. 
when I came back in Montreal, they saw me as a celebrity coming back. So you know, I, 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 I went from B celebrity to A celebrity. Yes. yes. So, like, oh my God, it's Giselle. She was so good before and now she's back. Yeah, and it was like, she was in Toronto. <laughs> and I was like, I just went two years. You know that. Like, I, yeah. Like, okay, but thank you for that. Now I was at the same level as all the legends. Yeah. So wow. I was like, okay. I had like maybe five years of career before, but I was now at the same level as the 15 year of career of the 20 years of career. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. I don't care. It's because so they didn't know things, how much experience I had before. Yeah. It's so funny how like things like that can change like perspectives. You know, it's like when someone like goes to New York and does work in New York, like people are like, oh yeah. my God, you know, but it's like, it's just the the name of it that, that yeah, exactly. They were like, she went to Toronto and yeah. people knew me because I knew yes. me. I knew her before that. Yeah. Like, she was a legend in, uh, in Montreal. Like she was the only queen from Toronto that went like, uh, yes. Some, some other after that, but at the first, it was only Tiny Me that came to Montreal and was really like, people, I remember, do line up to see Tiny Me at Cabaret Mendo. Yes. Wow. Like, in 2009. Like, in I love it. I love it. But, yeah. Old days. Old days. <laughs> yes. So true. So then, you know, fast forward, we go to, yeah. like, Canada's Drag Race. And, like, so, like, I guess, like, what do people not realize maybe about doing a show like that? Because I feel like a lot must go on behind the scenes, you know, doing yeah, but show that production. Yeah. You have to see the show in two parts, mainly. Yes. Uh, that's my point of view. If I have to explain Drag Race to people that want to yeah. do Drag Race, because yes. we'll, we'll go in detail. I don't want to talk about, like, people just want to watch it. No, yeah. I just think, like, if you want to uh, do Drag Race, you have to mm-hmm. see it in two parts. You have to do yes. two big homework. One homework is your look. Yes. Read that file and do what I do. Okay. I'm not saying I did well because I won. I'm just saying I won. So follow what I said. Okay. I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm just saying, watch your look, do a drawing of your look that you want to do about the team they give you. And after that, take one day off of it, come back and say, is it the best winner look that's going to win? Is it going to win? Yes. And I'm not asking you, is it pretty? I'm asking you, is it going to win? Totally. Is it something yeah. that, since you watch Drag Race, I watch Drag Race like every season from every franchise. Maybe not Spanish. Same and, here. Uh, but yeah, it's some maybe Holland that I didn't watch. Like I'm behind of some of them, but I watch them all. Like I know what a good drag is. So, totally. Can you watch that look and be like, this is the best one? Because 50% of what you have to bring is your look. Because so that's true. what's going to make true every week. Exactly. Because you can say you have a nice personality. No one give a shit if your look are disgusting from week one. Yeah. And you have to get them look and personality. Totally. The other homework. The other homework. The other part of the homework. It's part two. You have to know who you are. You mm-hmm. have to because Drag Race is not a place to discover who you are. It's a discover. It's a it's a place to play with what you have. Yes. You're not trying to create. You're trying to show. Exactly. That's that's really good. Big advice. difference. That's a really big difference. You're here to show who you are. Yes. You're auditioning to show who's the best drag in Canada. Totally. You're not there to be like, tell me how to be the best drag in Canada. No. Yeah. Tell no. them. 
you are the best one there. Totally. And if you think you're just too basic, too beige, just do a list of everything you like and everything you don't like. Yes. That makes you different. Even if you have someone, it's funny, there's a, a big uh, TV uh, creator right now. It's like 25. He looked like me, but not like me. Like he's taller, yeah. but yeah, he yeah. has the same long hair. I changed my hair brown because of him. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we had glasses. We love this same Celine Dion stuff. We love this same thing. We are a big fan of Gaga. Like everything he say is the same thing as me. Like we have the same yes. memory of what's cool in Quebec. And everything was talking. I was like, bitch, bitch, bitch. What, but whatever. You are still yeah. unique because you're you. Totally. Yeah, but exactly. just remember, like, it, it doesn't change what the perspective of you are is. So never say you're too boring. Never say you're too basic. And you know what? If you're basic, play on that. Totally. That can be exactly. your personality. The one that can say, I'm basic. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you want to be basic, just do that. But yeah, that's my trick for Drag Race if you want to go there. And just remember, it's maybe going to be the hardest thing you ever do in your life. Yeah. Because pressure and stress will eat you up from the inside until you have nothing. And I lost 15 pounds there. (laughs) Did you? Oh, my gosh. Wow. (laughs) And people were like, can you just say uh, you eat? on camera and i was like yeah of course because you see me eat i was like i know we saw you eat we know you eat we know you cook you know we know you order grocery would you just want to make sure that you can say that on camera because i was so stressed there i was melting totally the corset i wear when i met isis at the tea party yes i can turn it on myself and he is at the, the max like i was like okay yeah wow So so how did you like cope with that? Like mental journey of that? Like, like it's it's like another, it's another like pressure cooker moment, you know, of like, so intense. Uh, I'm ADHD. I'm dyslexic. I'm, I'm, my phone is my best help in the world. You know what I mean? Totally. I have schedule. I have lists. I have, have things to do. Like I can get lost, like like most of the time, because my ADHD is crazy. Like totally. But um, with my phone, I have alarms. I have stuff to just yes. help me just know when to do stuff and just being really on time. Because to be creative, you have to be that's crazy. So yes. you know what I mean. I, I'm I'm close to that, and my phone is a best help. And for the first time in my life, it wasn't there. Wow. And I was at Drag Race with no phone. Yes. No boyfriend to yeah. guide me. No manager that because I have a manager day by day. Yes. So because I was working so much, totally. so much show. I had someone day by day with me, like close to be an assistant, but he was making too much money to be an assistant. So he yeah. was producer. Totally. So you know what I mean? Like we were like like this. So I, I never left lived alone. Yeah. In my whole life. I have eight BFF. Yes. And I'm not kidding. I have eight BFF. Yeah. Like for the last 15 years, wow. maybe some for 20 years. Like we have a guy in for like 30 years now. Totally. Wow. That's amazing. So, you know, I have a lot of people that really close to me so, that I call every day. Yeah. Because I'm a drag queen. I work all the time. But every time I try to reach my friend to be like, are you okay? What's going on? Like, Yeah, absolutely. I love getting to know my friend. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, this is something cool for me. But I was alone. Totally. 
and sequestrated. And then when I say that, I don't want to give too much detail, but there's a tape on my door and I have to call someone if I, if I want to go smoke a cigarette. Really? And the person that bring me to the cigarette cannot talk to me. No way. I didn't know can that. On, can only listen. So, so why is that? Can you explain because that? Because they don't fool you, fuel you with their story. Mm, interesting. Because it's, okay. it's TV. Yeah, so they don't want to like impact, I guess, like your and journey I think, on exactly because they want you as you, and they they want to see your real you tired, your real you um, on the reach of breaking down because you didn't talk totally. to your boyfriend for two months, and yeah. you know um, when I, I cry in the in the in the TV show in the TV show when they show my boyfriend yes. and he's crying and uh, my boyfriend never cried so. First of all, he's crying because yes. he missed me. Totally. But I never saw him cry. Because when he cries, go alone. And I respect that. And I'm not like yeah. someone intrusive. So if you want to cry alone, go cry alone. Like, you totally. know what I mean? I'm, I, I respect that. Um, and he was crying in the video. And our dog was supposed to get checked for his hips. And we didn't know if he was going to survive that surgery Whoa. or some stuff like that. Okay. So when he was crying, I was destroy inside because I thought my boyfriend was going to tell me on camera that the dog is dead. Oh no. Because if he did not show me the dog in the video, yes. And he was crying all along, yeah, I would knew totally. Oh. That the dog's not there anymore. So and he showed it at the end and you can see me like <laughs> like disgusting <laughs> at the reach of like everything I have in my in my soul. I was like destroy i needed to see the fucking dog and <laughs> but now i think about it i was like <laughs> and i was talking about it to everyone like oh can we talk to a boyfriend can i just know what's going on can yes. i just like I, I just need to know and you weren't like, allowed simple to. question not allowed to nothing whoa nothing i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Sequestrative. So, That's the term. Sequestrative. Yeah, literally. So then, so what did you do to process through, like, because it's, like, is it, how, how many months do you actually film? I filmed two months, no, two months. Two, two months. months and, yeah, two months. Yeah, so that's a long time to be away from yeah. everything and to be alone. Yeah. So, yeah, did, did you find new techniques on like having to cope with your emotions? Uh, and your I read health? a book. Yeah, okay, amazing. I, I read a book there. Really? That's so cool. They give you a little book. Yeah. <laughs> take notes. So yeah. you can, because every time they give you rules, you have to take notes to approve the rules. That's important. Okay. So everyone know every rules. Everyone know that you have to be, I know the rules. Yes. Like, I understand the rules of the game. And so they give you the book to take notes and everything. And first day, I just start, start to write every queen care that was there. Like, they know, they know Yes. And I, and I was getting bored the first day because I'm used to have uh, my iPhone with a TV show on it, with a totally. TV show on TV yes. and me doing a, something like, you uh, know what I mean? It's I, like so much stimulation going on. I, I, I need to be super stimulated to be like, to do good yeah. job. And I was totally. alone in my room and the, one of the queen care told me that they, they really knew I was going to win because when I arrived, they, they told me I had 10 days to get ready. So to finish For- any outfit, anything because COVID, we had to take more yes. days of, uh, before going to filming. So, really? um, but all my outfits was done. Like everything. Yes. Wow. Okay. I was ready for drag race in, yeah. in my head. When I arrived, I had to put every fucking out any, any of the outfit they asked me for like that. Like you sure. do that. Let's go. So do you have to make, you can, you make your outfit before you get there or you have to finish a lot of them there. I finish everything before going. Before, okay. But you can, you can, you have uh, 24 hours um, alarm on that outfit. Okay. Like okay. they told you like, okay, yeah. um, for the next week, we're going to show this in the runway. We're going to show this in the mini challenge. If we have an yes. outfit in the mini challenge or whatever, yeah, you have yeah. to be ready for that. Like, okay. We know, we know before. Yeah. Okay. So I heard like they give you like, a list of different like potential runway themes like before yeah. you go and then and they only use like a certain selection of them no no them. no everything they everything they ask you it's use okay okay that's cool so that so there's it's not just like some of the team compared to what they show you on drag race uh, yes. some of the team are really vague mm, okay. and the title of the team will change to get to okay. be more precise during the tv yes. show yeah but that makes sense like what we got was like a full phrase like goddess of the ancient world representing the entity of whatever and for the show was goddess yeah, of the okay, ancient okay. world like, okay cool you know but we have a full vague definition of what it is but it's there yeah it makes sense like, oh, so so interesting but at the same time could for, you yeah no go oh no go ahead no, I was saying, like, for paint, it was just say paint. Okay. Can, cannot be, cannot be uh, um, real paint, on dry paint, like, on the floor. Okay. Yeah. Like, that, that's the only rule we had. So interesting. But it was five words. Five words, yeah. five letters. Paint. Yeah. That's your paint. title. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just so interesting hearing about the inner workings of, of Drag Race. So do you find that like, you then have to rely on like the other queens, I guess, that are there to sort of like help you get through the process too? No. And so, like, yes, are you allowed to because, talk to each other uh, outside of it? You're not. No. No. We're not allowed to talk so, like, to each other So like as soon as you outside, leave set, you're not allowed to talk. As soon as I leave camera. Wow. More than just that. Interesting. Oh because when we are backstage, yeah. we're not allowed to talk to each other. Or it's um, um, hard eyes, soft eyes. I don't know if yeah. I can talk about yeah. that. But whatever. Okay. They, they talk about it. Aleska talked about it in a podcast. So I can talk yes. about it because I talk about what she said and what I said. So, okay. um there's hard eyes, soft eyes. So hard eyes, you cannot talk about nothing. You don't talk. Okay. Yes. It's hard eyes. Soft eyes is the um, <laughs> the Meryl Streep speech. It's you can yeah. talk about anything that you like that you see, but nothing about production and nothing about your feeling. Interesting. <laughs> so it's it's small talk without a how are you. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Hey, did you see that movie with Meryl Streep? Yes, I love Meryl Streep. Cool. Yes. I love her too. <laughs> okay. So this is prompting my 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 question of like, okay, so if you win and you have to leave. Like, did you like psychologically like how was that readjusting after the show? so hard yeah. I, have a, a, I have a really hard pass of an anorexia uh, and that's that's the thing uh, I was struggling yes. before that and when I was on the show people were telling me when to eat all the time yeah and for me it was trigger because totally I, I got into the mood of just never ask myself when I was hungry yeah Ever, only on weekend. And I remember on Saturday, I was doing like my, <laughs> when I was young, my mom was doing like the most, it's disgusting, dirty, but it's like a burger with bacon and eggs and like really a, yeah. a nice breakfast morning. Like, yeah. you know, like it's greasy. It's, it's yeah. super good, but you can, and I sleep five hours after that. You know what I mean? Like it, it's too much meat. It's too much meat. Totally. But whatever. And I do that every, but, but that was the only thing. And when I came back, I I lost more weight. And my boyfriend yeah. was like, are you okay? And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know when to eat. I don't know when to... It's I, it, it was crazy. The first week was so hard because I was literally yes. PTSD of like, I don't know when to do my own stuff. Yeah. And I, I knew, I knew I had to eat. I knew I had to do stuff. But yeah. by myself, by reflex, uh, we're gone. Totally. Well, I mean, because... You're basically being controlled for two months, you know. And so. it's the it's and for even for the hours, like we we are in a casino mode. Like we don't mm-hmm. know what time it is at any time. We just know yeah. the moment I arrive in the in the hotel room and I can see the hour when I go to sleep, and yes. I know I have to woke up at six thirty because the the driver come get me at six thirty, and yeah. and someone will knock at my door, get me to the driver, and that's how I start my day. Wow. Like, th- that's all I knew. So, <laughs> and the only thing I brought with me was um, <laughs> season one to 11 of CSI. 
And every DVD we watched during COVID that we didn't put back in the pocket, that, that I just took a pile because I forgot to remember. And I was like, oh, don't forget DVDs. I was like, for real? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just grabbed the first pocket there and it was all a CSI 1, 2, 11. And I grabbed a- every empty desk and put it in. And that's all I live with. No oh porn, God. nothing. <laughs> I, oh wow! <laughs> I had to so watch obsessed. soccer. I watched to watch uh, 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 European football. Yeah, you're like, ooh, those calves are looking real good. Yeah, <laughs> as a feminist, it was really hard for me because every time a woman <laughs> came on the screen, I was like, "What are you doing there? What are you doing there?" <laughs> it's supposed to be a bell show. Oh my gosh! I'm uh, like. I guess like for your relationship too, like, I guess you had to sort of like prepare each other to go into this, right? Like for two months of not yeah, being able to talk. No communication at all. If yeah. I win, I win. That's what we were, that was a goal. Like if I was, the yes. longest I get there, the longest I can win, yeah. you know, totally. the longest I can win. Yeah. The more I can win this prize. So yes. he knew the longer I was there, it was better. And totally. it was on Reddit every day. <laughs> like wow. watching. Do you think it, like major what's re- going on? Yeah. Do you think like it made your relationship stronger? Like going through that together? I think so too. Because I think I'm lucky enough to have been with someone who is his best friend is a drag queen. Oh, that's cool. And uh, his best friend has 25 years of drag. Yeah. Wow. So for me, um, I never had to explain to him what it was. And yes. he always been excited. And the moment I met him, I was like, I want an audition for that. Yeah. And he saw me audition once, not once, but twice, but not twice, but third time. Yeah. You know? So he did the three video with me. Yeah. Okay, and cool. he saw the evaluation of it. So and he, he, he helped me the most in, in the preparation of the show. Yeah. Because, um, I'm really good with styling mm-hmm. and people with no quality in that have a, have a lot of opinions. Yes, so true. And my boyfriend was grace, gracefully telling me that people has no style <laughs> and I should not listen to them. Yes. Like just telling me, like he said, I don't have a really good style. I'm yes. good, but follow you before me. Yeah. And I was like this. I never met someone who said that before. <laughs> like, and I said that once to my manager and I think he take it as an insult, but now he, he understand it. I was like, you're stuck in 2000. Like for totally. you, my best look would be uh, low higher jeans and a tank top yes. yeah, and a, a crop tank top and yeah. with a bang with a fluffy hair and and a hair out of the box like just this shake it hair yeah exactly and for you that will be my best drag and he was like yeah, yeah. and I was like I know but no drag is that's evolved so me. much since then yeah totally. exactly there's so much thing that that changed every day so, no no that's not your drag so my boyfriend really helped me make sure everything was me yeah. was my drag good. Like, well, it goes back to your that's point a big about part. like knowing yourself and drag race being yeah, you know, yeah, a celebration yeah. of who you are, right? Like that. That's so exactly. important. 
So, ah, uh, that's good. So did it like inspire yeah. you to getting engaged? That did like that come out of that or what? I think I, I think I pushed the button a little bit when I was on the show and I said, um, "You better ask me because I think I'm the woman. I'm the one doing drag. Like I'm the one doing drag. Go fuck yourself. I'm not asking you to marry me. Like you're older yeah, than yeah. me. I'm younger. First of all, and." I've long totally. here. I'm the drag. Go fuck yourself. Ask me, okay? Like, I'm not going to ask. Yeah. You know my feeling already. <laughs> and I told him, like, I think two months before, and I said, um, and I said, you better ask me soon because I'm going to have to do it and I'll be mad if I have to do it. <laughs> and, and I'm never mad. And he was like, okay, I'll take care of it. And I was like, perfect, thank you. <laughs> and, but I didn't, I didn't know him and Rita Baga planned this a year ago like no to way. make sure yeah like when i was in london for dracon um we had dinner with rita okay. and uh and my boy Hugo talked to rita about it that they wanted to uh do it at the big superstar show like the biggest yes. drag race show of uh of canada and they were like um um they were like it could be amazing and rita was like i have firework and she was this close to get a video from celine dion wishing us congratulations no way. Like, ah. like I, I got the mayor of Montreal wishing me like um, good job and everything. You're the best. And, yes. and and like one of the biggest TV in, in, in Quebec that she, she, she reached for to them and they make me a video. It was the sweetest thing. And like, so nice. it was so cute. But yeah, no, I didn't expect that because in my head, those show are really um, time uh, schedule. You know, yeah, um, for sure. it happened for me. I tried that I didn't have time to speak to the public. Uh, I yes. saw Sasha Colby had no time to talk to the public. Uh, uh, I saw Jimbo song was cut once uh, yes. because we had no time anymore. Wow. Like, like so for me, we're losing time. And, and of course, I wasn't expecting me to get proposed yeah. because I, I host those show normally. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I've been in the business for 15 years. I know how much time-consuming every fucking hosting is to eat one number of anyone because in Montreal, it's not like you pay uh, $50,000 because uh, because you 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 went through the time. No. Yes. You, they just cut the sound at 11. They just cut yeah, the sound. Totally. There's no more sound. No light, no sound, no. nothing. It's done. So... Wow. I was stressed for that more than my more than getting proposed. <laughs> I was like, it's like oh, the perfect timing, time. right? Because you didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I was yeah. freaking out. Aww. And it was so cute. That's so cute. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's um it started a big um uh, I wouldn't say drama, but a discussion about okay. um because my boyfriend w- were uh Translife Matters. A shirt on it yes. while while he was doing the number and while he proposed and uh, a lot a lot of people asked me if I was going to uh, into transition and I no was way. like no not me but uh, would that be a problem yeah that's so and, interesting and I just love being like can we talk about that it, that's it's for <laughs> you you prefer that's- to assume then. Ask me just as a regular person. Oh, are you transitioning? Are you like even if it's not yeah. your your part to ask that question? But it just, I I think it's just 
just start a big conversation around me at least that I never yeah, had before. I bet. Because I never asked myself that more than 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like people like look like, for those like Easter eggs and things, you know, and like want to oh, make up like speculations, you know, it's so ridiculous. But I think it's fun to give the platform and now I can just talk about it with everyone. Yeah, even like totally. big, big TV show came, came to me and talk about it. And I was like, no, I'm not, right. but I'm a really strong ally. They can talk about it if you yes. need to. And I can propose you people that, that are and are willing to talk exactly. about it. Like, I can give that platform uh, to well, someone else. Good. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, I, pre- I think I appreciate that. I think that's like one of the biggest things, right? Is like, sometimes I look at people who get successful and, you know, it's like, they're, they're also so focused on like, you know, their trajectory that like they forget to also like extend one hand backwards to like bring people up. Exactly. Them, you know, but and, and I know where that's you so came important. from. Yes. 100%. Drag queen represent trans people. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry to say for us, it's a costume, but exactly we, we choose to totally. wear the costume. They yeah. don't. No. It's a lifestyle. It's not, it's this, it's not a costume. It's their for life. Time. Absolutely. So for, for me, it makes sense for us as we choose to wear it. Mm-hmm. I, you have to choose to represent too and understand that if people ask questions, you have to educate yourself to be able to just answer those questions well, as a drag queen. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's, I think that's such a good call out because I think a lot of times people don't take the time to learn, you know? And I, I think that's, that's like the kind of the message of the world right now is that we need to stop and like mm. look outside of ourselves and educate ourselves on, on topics that we don't know about, right? So I love that you're doing I, I think that. The, the main thing is why, <laughs> it's always the same question, why does that make you angry? Yeah, totally. So much angry right now. Yeah. Because it's true. I, I said it before and I said it again. It's proved that more, more, most of the homophobic people are homosexual inside. For sure. And I think it's sad because most of the time when I see someone really, really homophobic, I just want to ask, do we need to talk? Yeah, totally. Do you need, Do like, you want to sit down? Totally. I'm here. Like, I can see you're not going well with that right now. Yeah. And I think that's sad because I think that's the thing that changed me a lot. It's I don't have anger about people who have anger about homosexuality, transphobic, mm-hmm. or like, you know, because right now I just feel like they just don't know and they're no. scared. Yeah, and it goes back to, I think, to this very, like, colonial like, idea that we grew up with where femininity yeah. is, like, weakness and it's shameful and, like, exactly. it's not good to be feminine, you know? So, like, when... Uh, a man will use as an example or you know see or even a woman you know sees like someone who's like non-binary or a man like express their femininity it's like we must shame them and we must put them down because that's like the worst thing possible that is such a good point of view that's one of the best point of view for real because it makes sense you know when i was in france that's something that i realized like i know um Mm -hmm. misogynistic people like, yes, like the fact yes. that uh, how they treat women there, it's really bad totally. compared to here in Canada. And yeah. you can feel, you can feel that like as a drag here, I've, I've not been yeah. um, 
like a crime, like call like SAG or something like that. I've been catcalled. Like they are, they are sexist before being homophobic. Yeah. How bad is that? Like they're going to sexualize me before insulting me. Yeah. Because that's the first thing they have to do before. Totally. So messed up. I have a very similar experience with my time in Paris. It's like, (laughs) like, like, like I remember being, I think it's the big difference of how they respect drag. Like I I can see in Quebec, how they put us everywhere, uh, how people enjoy us. And we've been Mm -hmm. there forever because when we think about it, most of most of our TV show has, a, has a, a drag queen in it. Like it's a male comedian versus totally. a woman. As the joke. Yeah, I but love still, it. But still, it's always respectful and never like, she's never the dumb character. She's always like, the, yeah, oh, totally. oh, like something that brings something. Yeah. But it's, and we respect women so much. And we have, yes. I, I don't think we have equalized the, the, the pay rate, but whatever. We're really working on it. And we yes. know about it. We know the difference about mm. it. And it, it's just, it's a really good point of view for real. I think yeah. where we respect women, that's yes. where we respect drag. 100%. And that's where we're going to respect trans people too. Totally. 100%. And, you know, and it's like, it goes back to your point of what you said earlier. It's like, why is this upsetting? Or why am I feeling angry about this? You know, it's like people need to, to, to like to sit with that. And before they react and spew, you know, such hateful things, it's like, yeah, we'll need to take that time to really like think about it and i i hope i hope people will get there so but i mean you and me when we get angry about something you know we're going to reflect we're going to take a pause and we're going to think about why this person make me so angry and you know most of the time it's because they remind me of me yeah, of, of when I was young, of when yes. that that quality, that quality, that that personality that turned on my nerves so deeply. It's because yeah. it's me. It's me when I was Literally. young. I know. <laughs> and part of it is like oh, I hate you, and you turn on my nerves. And you know, as yes. I'm not saying it's cool when you're older, but I'm just saying as 35, I can yeah. take time, reflect, and be like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna help you more yes. because. You remind me of me. That's the thing. Totally. So I'm going to give you something to make you better because that's the default I had that I could see myself in. And I was like, oh, yeah. When you're hyperactive and you talk too much and you don't have no filter. And I'm like, oh, my God. This person talks so much. I'm like, I was like that. (laughs) I should. I should talk to her and say, you should be people pleaser. Calm down. Everything's all right. Reflect. Realize who you are. Totally. (laughs) and that's Getting just it. Older. I think it's like these little parts of ourselves that just get activated, right? And we don't even realize it. So it's, it's yeah. a really good point. When we realize we're getting older, when we get, to, we try to help people around, we're just simple thing. Like, just totally. know who you are. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> I love uh, it. But yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't have, uh, I don't have eight against homophobic people. I, I think I, I just don't understand them. And I wish them the best to just realize who they are. Totally. I think that's sad. I agree. I think, I, think, I think they need empathy more than hate, I think, you know, because it's like, I can't imagine living in a world that I wake up that angry every single day, you know, like I, it's just not who I am. And but it's a, it's a, remember like, uh, 
a few months ago, we had some manifestation about against a trans teaching in the yes. in class or something like that. And I saw this comedian just going in the manifestation, screaming what they, they were talking about. And people were like, yeah. no, don't say that. No, don't say that. But that's what you're saying. Yeah. And it, it starts for the main point. Why are you angry about them? What yes. happened? Yeah, totally. Why do you hate people? Like, that's the really good question. Because in my head, when I was young, when we were in the street manifesting, yes. it was about climate change. Yeah. Rightfulness. Like, I could say Black Lives Matter as a goal. Yeah, totally. To like, we're not saying we hate cops. We're just saying, change your way, your, your point of yeah. view. Change your way of doing things. We, we didn't scream like, we hate those people. They are bad. Totally. That's what you're doing in the street. Yeah, I know. Do you see what you're doing? It's so wrong. It like, is, I, I, absolutely. They should realize what's going on. Because every time people scream together, it's for something together. And I think that's sad when, exactly, when you can see someone saying exactly what they're thinking, being like, no, 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 that's yeah. not what we're saying. But that's what, that's what, that's going to, that's what this eight going to show people. Mm-hmm. It's a great, and it's just sad because I think now we live in this sort of like very clickbait culture and, and, and that's just it. It's like the anger gets the attention. So yeah. that's why they're leaning so much into it, right? Like it's just, it's, it's unfortunate that, that people need to go to that extreme because they, they, I also don't think they realize like how damaging it can be to people, you it know, is. And it's like, is I, I find like, you know, there's days where like, I don't even want to get out of bed because I see shit online. I'm just like, oh my God, I, I just, it impacts my, my mental health so much. And it's so hard to like unsee it, you know? So yeah. It's and tough. that's for exactly what we have to keep, not fighting, but yeah. advocate for what we believe. Uh, absolutely. It, I just always imagined that young boy that I was who had suicidal thoughts all mm-hmm. the time about my homosexuality all the time totally. and hiding myself and not loving myself until I was 18. Yeah. Like, I don't remember being like, I'm cool or being like, yeah, it's a nice day today. Uh, before a really long time, I always remember hiding yeah. something and trying to be like what I was not all the time. So if I can give that little boy or little girl who think that she's different and who, who we think is different and he think is of killing himself all the time like I was. Yeah. I hope just hope he can change his mind and be like, oh no, I can be like Giselle. Exactly. I I relate to that so much. It's 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 hard to like see past that, you know? So. Exactly. How bad of a person are you to be like against my speech right now? Mm-hmm. I try to save young people. You try to kill them. That's what yeah. you're trying to do. Yeah, that's what your mission is. Like it's, and and that's like that's what it comes down to you with these like you know these anti-trans bills. It's like yeah, no, it's not about like you know protecting the children. That's that's a total lie. It's about murdering children. That's, exactly. that's what it is. Like at the end, I I do not see it any other way. And you, you know why we're doing this, right? It's to save children because yes. they're killing themselves. We Literally. have proof. We saw it, and we have yeah, friends li- that did it. Exactly. <laughs> like we know people at fucking thirty two that did it because mm-hmm. even today they were still messed up by that. Yes. Like hundred percent. 
No, it's not. It's no, no, not against, not no. against. No, agreed. Well, I appreciate you using your platform oh to fight back, and you know, it is, it we is, have to. We are. I could talk we... about drama about other drag queen, but this is boring. <laughs> Exactly. I, I think how can we change the world and leave it better than how we came into it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Ah, we we well. try. Let, let's try. Let's just try. And have That's fun and make a movie about it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, my love. Well, I appreciate you so much for spending this time with me and getting vulnerable and sharing a bit of your journey. I feel like I got to learn new things about you too today, which is <laughs> such a treat. I love you. I miss you so much. I'm just happy we have a good uh, talk. Too. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. And next time I come to Montreal, we have to try to connect. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I'll see you soon, okay? Yes. Yes. Take care. Bye. Yes. Bye. All right. Thanks for Take joining. Care. Bye. Oh. Who goes there? Bye. Hello. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 